They resist the burger. Do they? I don't even need a burger. I don't want a burger. Don't give me a burger. Hmm. I know that's not a real burger, but I don't want a burger. What? His extensive word collage explores everything. (laughs) Did I really say that? His extensive word collage explores everything. What? We could just say, like, Bon Voyage. (laughs) Bon Voyage. He is, starts with a shirt. At some point, he will take the shirt off. He starts with jeans. At some point, he will unbutton the jeans. Welcome to 9000, episode 165, coming to you live from Tucson Expo Center in lovely Tucson, Arizona. We are here for the Tucson Gem and Jewelry Show. This is an annual event. Kicked off on April 7th. We've been here the whole time, poolside for most of it. Here we are in the home stretch. Festivities wrap up on Sunday, as they always do, at the Tucson Gen and Gem and Jewelry Show. Don't just think this is your run-of-the-mill gem show. We're not just talking rough cuts and minerals. We've got gemstones. We've got jewelry. We've got gem guitar. What did I say? Gem decor. Maybe you want to stand for your new crystal. We have fossils. And Mark, you uh, slighted red twist something heavy on BBC Buddies Episode 3. I'm going to recommend that you bring home some beads. We have beautiful... uh, beaded necklaces left and right here in the Bali Pavilion of the Tucson Expo Center. Mark Peacock Brush, welcome. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give her a beaded necklace. All right. That is, that is my co-host, Mark Peacock Brush, natural products, uh, wonderkind. He's done so much to change that space, and yet his name goes unknown for the most part. He's like a, a shadow-like no, wraith. His tentacles touch it all. But he is a bit of an outsider? No, he's the ultimate insider. Uh, he's Mark Peacock Brush. He's got a sore neck. I think I do have a sore neck. But someone has a balm for that. I have a Pfizer neck. He's got Pfizer neck, folks. Days after the injection. Episode 165, Emergency Breathwork. Oh. I forgot that was the show title. If that's the show title, that means me. we must be visiting with Certified Health Nut. Certified health nuts. For one of Josh's favorite uh, pick-me-up, lay-me-downs. It is a pick-me-up, lay-me-down. The breath exercise used to activate all the gorgeous DMT you've got trapped in your brain. It's coursing through every one of your cells, Mark, and you can untap it anytime you want with this handy-dandy breath exercise. Coming to you from this sort of Grizzly Adams McConaughey fellow. He is starts with a shirt. At some point, he will take the shirt off. He starts with jeans. At some point, he will unbutton the jeans. All the while displaying his lovely beard, long hair, and shaven chest. You know that that old uh, slight? You'd see it on bumper stickers, uh, Trump skis and jeans. The old, like, yeah, that dude skis and jeans thing. Absolutely. I think the skis and jeans for our era is that guy does yoga in jeans. Because that would be the ultimate way to break in a pair of selvage denim, right? You get them wet, and then not only do you like do some 
you know, just some run of the mill squats. You and your squats. You're doing everything else. You're doing downward dog. You're doing standing leg lift. You're doing warriors one, two, and three. And you are just. certified health knot and we're here and ready to do some breath work so in today's video before we start make sure you hit the subscribe button and the bell to pair of teachings and of course the great ball check activate the dmt that's inside of your pineal yeah gland. absolutely First, we have how to reprogram the diaphragms uh, uh, breath work techniques it is an ancient yoga technique self I'm a very aggressive person, very, uh, and so I encourage you to find your own tempo so that your diaphragm shirt off, is open shirt off. and your shoulders can drop. You do, because we have the seven chakras in the body. Oh, here we go. Important. We have nadis, which are the smaller chakras, the smaller energies. Josh, I need you to get in the position. A lot of them in I'm the assuming it. And what this is going to do is it's going to open up all the nasal passages and all the nadis in the front of your face and in your head. And so this technique is in through the nose, out through the nose, uh, very strong. Um, and you're basically going to pump the, 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 the diaphragm. You do one lion's breath out to get all the gas out of the lungs. And then you don't know what that uh, is? I was taught to what do gas? 10 breaths. Any, any stale air out of your lungs. No stale air. You know air. the lion's breath. That's where you stick your tongue out, open your mouth wide. <laughs> Wait. Oh, we interrupted people who might want to. Out of the lungs, and then uh, I was taught to do ten breaths, hold on the eleventh, then do another round, hold on the sixteenth. Whoa, whoa. Oh, jeez. First breath, squeezing the bulavanda, the, the the lock in between your taint, in between your anus and your genitals. Squeeze that and channel the energy. Make sure you squeeze that, Josh. There's a lot of energy there. All right, I... It activates the DMT every time. That's why it's called a yoga practice, too. Because if you do you a can't little bit access less it every time. you want to make it so that you don't pass out. So that you can get between <laughs> uh, passing out, getting high, and not getting anything. Right? So, um, oh, you want to stay so right fun. in the middle. Balance. So... Oh, oh! And, uh, All right, well, here we go. I want everybody to be warned. Do not pass out. Actually, do not do this. But we're gonna have Josh give it a go. I'm gonna go. You gotta do it. I'm gonna do it too. But last time I messed up. What is it? It's big in. There is no vigor to the way you're sitting. You're slouchy. How do you expect to do a lion's breath and really engage your All diaphragm right. like I'll, that? Mark? I'll get down. Big in. <laughs> then you lion's mane out, and then it's ten then in you and breathe out. Breathe in, and then you <laughs> violently through your nose. In ten and out. times. Ten times, then breathe in deep, hold it. And hold it on the 11. For like five, six minutes. And don't pass out. God damn it. All right, well, I'm going to go off mic. Just move the mic forward a little bit. Okay, I'll go off mic. Capture the magic. All right. Oh, don't knock over that court. Is there a delay? Okay. Well, we're back. Mark has assumed the position. Okay. I'll, He's going to deal I'll with... show you my back. Oh, boy. Just a little bit of echo. We'll get through this. That'll enhance the DMT experience. 
do it. Okay, here goes the streak up. Taking you deeper each time. I almost went completely there. So. <laughs> How did you feel, Mark? Did you? How do you feel, Mark? Aces. I probably shouldn't have jumped right to my feet. Oh, yeah. Thank God you didn't keel over. Maybe I better sit down. Here on the showroom floor. No, man, we're all fine. No rhinestones, please. Nope. Maybe a big glass of water, though. <sighs> and some EDM. Electronic dance music? Correct. I can give you that. Because, uh, you know what else? There's two things in every cell in my body, Mark. As uh, our man Travis Bickle, what was his Blood name? and beats. Uh, DMT and EDM. <laughs> nice. Episode 165, Emergency Breathwork. You've been invigorated. The DMT from your pineal gland is flowing all the way up and down from your bouillabanda. Did you remember to squeeze your taint? I forgot to squeeze my taint. Have you heard of this book, Mark? It's called Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art by James Nestor. How about that? There's a copy upstairs ordered from Powell's Book in Portland, Oregon. You're a fine purveyor of indie bookstores across the country? I either go to Tattered Cover or I order a batch of books from uh, good old pals. I got, a, I got a book of poetry. Two volumes by Charles Baudelaire. <laughs> nice. Yep. Bravo. Yeah, uh, The Flower of Evil. Is that Flowers of Evil or Flower of so Evil? So does that and mean then, you're uh, off Amazon? Paris Spleen. Or just not buying books from Amazon? I just try and use it as sparingly as possible. Pretty much all I use it for is these trifold towels that fit the dispenser at the salon. Okay. And then uh, Amazon Prime, you know, looking for a, a movie that you can't find anywhere else. You got to just bite the bullet. You got to pay to rent it. That's how you stream it. Mm. Mark, we come to this gem show every year in search of something. Not a trinket, not a glimmer of nature's majesty. We come here to ride the frequency, sure. We come here to practice our breath work. We come here to access massive deposits of DMT locked away within us. We come here to squeeze our taints and giggle while we try and hold it longest. But Mark, we also come here to bring you news of the future... Okay, Josh. Was that a good uh, run-up? Well, it starts with you. I'm not sure we could call this news. You tell me. Oh, field roast. Seth, oh, chef's signature, plant-based burgers. So, Why did you send me this? I am a 
I'm a big, hold on. I'm a big believer in the products made by Field Roast. You like Field Roast, huh? They make a really nice, uh, almost like a tofurkey. You know, it's like a, 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 a celebration roast, I think they call it. It's like a, it's like a piece of vegan meat Ooh. stuffed with vegan stuffing. What I do is I, I slice it up. Or no, I, cook, I roast it in the oven and then I slice it up and then I make a mushroom gravy. I get dried mushrooms. I reconstitute them in boiling water, and then I use that water to make gravy. I make a roux, I add that water, and then I chop up the mushrooms and make a mushroom gravy. Are you hungry yet, Mark? I mean, I am, except for the it's actually very signature good. roast. You've well, got. they also make a veggie burger that yeah. um, that's this has an amazing texture, and it looks quite a bit like like a a burger. It's got like some grill marks on it. No, not necessarily. There's no grill marks. Just there's something about the sight of it once it's cooked. Oh, that's the way they prepared They've it. They've grilled it in that photo, but they come unmarked. But they... You look, know, at we, the, look at the burger they've prepared there. It's got a few jalapenos, some cabbage. I'm telling you, when it, if, I, if I had to choose between a Beyond Burger and that, I would the, take that burger. Oh, well, about But that. it's not trying to mimic. It's not in the mimic game. It's not trying to mimic meat. All right. It's something different, but equally hearty. Well, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. You heard the it gem here show. first, folks. That's our first gem. Unequivocal recommendation for the plant-based field roast meat and cheese Mark, company's chef's signature plant-based burgers. Discover a world of flavor. I think I put the back on there, too. I think You did put the back on. What I was hoping for, as I've already hinted, you are Mark Peacock Brush, Natural Products oh, Insider. I just wanted you to run your expert eye over that, over that facts panel and ingredient list. Yeah, just tell me what's up. Tell me why I shouldn't be eating this because that's usually what it comes down to. Modern condition, you cannot do right. Uh, you got one patty per serving. One delicious patty. You got twenty percent of your daily fat intake. Yeah, all right. Can live with that. Twenty-seven percent of your sodium. Ooh, a little steep. But that's what you're going to get with these. Crafted with mushrooms, roasted garlic, and onions. Ingredients. Filtered water. Vital wheat gluten. Otherwise known as? Bread. Seitan. Seitan. Which is like almost like bread. I watched someone make seitan. It's not that much different than in the process of making bread. Wheat protein. Isolate. Wheat gluten. So this is not a gluten-free option for you, Josh. I didn't need it to be. This is a heavy gluten option. Malic acid. L-cysteine. Organic expeller. Palm fruit oil. Barley garlic. So the uh, tomato has got some tomato paste in there. Celery, carrots, some yeast extract. I mean, I, 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 celery seed, balsamic vinegar. There's some great wholesome ingredients. Shiitake in. mushrooms, porcini mushroom powder, yellow pea flour. Sure. Mark's in. Except for the sodium. It's pretty high in sodium. Where's all that sodium sneaking in? Just make it taste good. That's why these. Be, that's why this next generation of plant-based burgers is working because it's full of fat and salt. That's those are the key ingredients <laughs> to not, winning over the the, the American uh, appetite. All right. Well, I'll see if I can get that to fly at home. You know, every time. Aren't you living with some vegetarians? I am, but they, they, they resist the burger. Do like, they? I don't even need a burger. I don't want a burger. Don't give me a burger. Hmm. I know that's not a real burger, but I don't want a burger. I can try again. 
another favorite And now that meal. summer's coming upon us and the grill season has begun, could you grill this? Look, put those grill oh, mix on you, you can grill that. I've also been buying seitan that comes in like these little, almost like uh, lunch meat slices. I'll fry those up in a pan and then I'll mix them with lots of different fillings. Sometimes uh, some chickpeas as well and then some tofu tofu sour cream and some kimchi and then I'll wrap it in a giant collard green leaf instead of a I'll make a collard green wrap unbelievable that way you're you're filling the lawns you love with dark leafy green vegetables and vital wheat gluten protein some protein you got some fiber <laughs> love the ones you're with Mark take care of their colons all parts of them. A whole house full of pillow shifts. Ah, I'm getting a stiff neck. Oof. It's a killer. I'm having a delayed reaction to the Pfizer vaccine. Is that the neck on the side of the arm that they yeah, injected? Left side. Oh, clearly connected. It's all connected. You These probably... lymph nodes are a little bit dodgy. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> or do they just feel that way to yeah, who knows? a very sensitive individual? I do know. I don't know if you can see this. Can you see the... Oh, you're taking your shirt off, kind of like the breath guy. See my clavicle triangle here? Is oh, boy. On this side, no dip. All right, hold on. <laughs> I think this is a sign of my shoulder injury. See the dip here? Yeah. You could put a cup of soup in there. Ooh, there's like scar tissue. It could be scar. Oh, no, that's a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you had a weird lump. It's, well, it could be a lump. It's infl- I don't know if it's inflamed or just permanently, because I think this shoulder is damaged, and that can refer to here. And- anyway, that's all. Why thinking. didn't you get the shot in your good shoulder then? Well, I'm gonna get the second one over here, uh, so I can get those that get this side all fired. You up can too. realign. Oh boy, I also seem to have injured my finger doing some woodwork on my guitar, and I can't get it to heal. Some woodwork. It's sanding. Got an abrasion that won't heal? Oh, I think it's possibly <laughs> hematomid or infected under oh, there. I guess that's not funny. Yeah, jerk. Wait, to- what? Hematoma? Yeah, bruise. Looks like blood under the nail. <laughs> what, are you using? what did you say, bruise? Because <laughs> hematoma is the technical word. Oh, wait, you're your own doctor now. You got a stethoscope, don't you? Or a blood. I'm always my own doctor. To the butt. <laughs> Josh, do butt masks work? And what do they do? Burning questions. I sent you this article. I don't know what your thoughts are. My thoughts Should are... Should I set it up for you? I should set it up for the listeners. Yeah, Because you're going, what? But when I brought this up at home, which I did at the dinner table, everybody thought I was talking about face masks that you would wear on your backside. That was how it was understood here as well. When I really? Josh, keeping skin hydrated and blemish-free often involves a regular skincare routine. Can. Along with cleansing and applying moisturizer, you might use a face mask to exfoliate and improve the appearance of pores. You can also use a mask on your hair to increase hydration. I would recommend that for you. Mm. Face and hair masks aren't anything new. In fact, many cultures have used a variety of natural products, like I wonder how many of these you've tried. You've tried coconuts, olive oil, yep, avocados. Yep. Oh, that's expensive. Well, I mean, avocado oil. Oh. And spice, spices on their skin and hair. I've lathered my body with all those things. <laughs> well, you've probably heard of a face mask or hair mask. Maybe you haven't used a butt mask to boost a- hydration and improve the appearance of your dairy hair. 
I mean, I'm not against it. It's a thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I was not actually suggesting you try one, but go for it, man. No, I don't think I would take the time doing that, but I do have a butt butt crack routine. I think you sent me this because you know that I suffer from seasonal uh, deep ass itch. I have a deep crevice. That's right. There'd probably be a little more surface area to, uh, to mask in my case. Well, this is for the cheek. I know that's what I mean, but because oh, my because my yeah. In order for my crevice to be deeper, my cheeks have to be a little bit larger than the average cheek. You see what I'm saying? See how that works? Of course. So I, you know, it, like as the seasons change, I experience that's where I get my. You know, everyone's probably got a part of their body that itches. As winter approaches, winter's itch. Mine just happens to occur, you know, in a canyon around a sensitive little sphincter. So I got to keep it hydrated. I buy Preparation H wipes. Yeah, but that's actually drying it out, isn't it? No, what you do is... Witch you know, hazel or whatever? Well, you wipe. Here, here's the regime. Oh, or the, the regime, the regimen. <laughs> you wipe with regular toilet paper once, twice. Final wipe, Preparation H... And then, which is a what? Oh, the then here, here's the money shot. A little bit of aloe vera jelly. Oh, oh, Ugh. what's so gross? What? Walking around with an aloe. I well, I, you get in there with the knife edge of your hand, and you really just like spread it all around you. Oh my god! You push it in everywhere. I'm not shaking hands with you anymore? I mean, then you wash your hands. That's of the final you step. Do, but that's still a lot of content. But then your your crevice feels hydrated, uh, rejuvenated, all vibrant. You, need, you just need to take that love out of the crack and put it on the cheek. You can you can apply ointments or the best part about this article is: Are there side effects? Uh, side effects and risks? Josh, butt masks are relatively safe. If your face can tolerate one, you'll probably be okay. But they can be messy. To avoid getting making a mess, you'll need to lie down on your stomach after applying. Which is why many people like the sheet mask. It comes a little sheet, and you just slap it on there. Slap it on. You probably want to keep it out of the sphincter area, though. This is a different product. We would well, I'm saying, to- you know... I could see myself doing a butt mask and being like, you know, it'd probably be good to get some of this down in the crevice, too. You don't want to mask that. Why wouldn't you want to mask the crevice? That's where it gets like... This is... Well, unless you... Unless you're spending a lot of time in a thong and like to spread your cheeks on the beach so people can see inside. I'm not talking about people seeing inside. I don't... Oh, I guess the hydration might be... I'm talking about comfort, man. A lot of this is, I think, the people that are using these, it's an appearance issue. Yeah, but you know, I can tell you what the the key acne and the, such the key ingredient needed to combat seasonal uh, deep acid. We're back to that willpower. <laughs> you have to resist the urge to scratch. Sometimes you're just, especially at night. You know, it gets sweaty at night. You wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, what do you mean it gets sweaty at night? <laughs> Sometimes your butt sweats at night, man. Oh, then you wake up, boy. and you don't want to get out of bed, but you want, but your butt itches. So your options are you can aggressively scratch it. This episode is <laughs> off the rails. Or you can go get yourself a wipe. Do the wipe aloe vera hand wash routine. Or just, you know. That seems, yeah, you're right. I think Focus your mental power and just go back to sleep without scratching. There's, there's opportunity there for some product ideation and innovation. That's a lot of steps. We could simplify that for you. 
Yeah, I'm sure through breath work you could train your mind to ignore itches of all sorts. You need to get that. It could be useful. Bring you it need, into your booyah base. You think of an itch as a massive inconvenience, but maybe it's an opportunity. Maybe every itch is an opportunity to focus your mental power, Mark. That is the true marrow of that story about butt masks. And clearly you agree. You're writing it down. Every itch is an opportunity. <laughs> I want to don't want to forget that. Okay, Josh, we have I know you've got to run. This is a short episode, right? We what's left here in the agenda is um an interlude and then two quick stories. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I like every itch is an opportunity. Let's listen to uh Arthur King. This was recorded like on an island somewhere, I think, and Jason Lytle of Granddaddy was there. What's the song title? St. Franny's.
What's your favorite crystal? Welcome back to the Tucson Gem Show. Should we do one more uh, DMT passed out sesh? Oh, do you want to? No, no, no. Okay. Um, We've got stories to get to, kids to pick up, lives to live, shoulders to massage, tumors to feed. Boy, man. Uh, Gem and jewelry show here. Mark. What's John. your favorite crystal? Is that, question? that was my question, but I'm going to take you to the Futur. With this, everybody, this this episode, I think we should call this Josh's episode because is every let's see, that's yours. You you that's provided yours. the butt the butt story. Oh, I did. I did. I brought the butt stuff. Although I gave it the flesh, didn't I, Mark? <laughs> my my jo- reckless butt talk, Josh. This 28-year-old earns $378,000 a year on Fiverr. And she just bought a car for 50 k in cash. Wait, I put that article in there? Yeah. Or you sent it to me. Did I? Oh, boy. Oh. It might have been my whole thing about the new... Uh, this new economy that's emerging, right? <laughs> Post-pandemic. Universal basic income on the horizon, right? A welfare state. No one can afford to live anymore. No one can work. How do you handle that? What do you do? Well, here's the basics. I'll tell you what you do. You ghostwrite and charge $1,000 for a 10,000-word 10, ebook. In any given week, she writes three ebooks. So if I'm doing my math right, that's $3,000 a week. That's oh, not that's... 378k a year. I think that's why I put that in there. I was like, wow, this is how people who are skilled at writing are making money these days. Ghost writing. Oh, she earned over 36K in May alone of 2020, her highest earning month ever. Damn. Ebooks for... I've written ebooks for quite a few dogs. Dogs? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Being a freelancer allow... Let's see, who is this? This is a... Uh... Uh, Alex Fasulo. Uh, she worked on a variety of different projects and topics, which keeps her from getting bored. One of the most entertaining elements of what I do is that no day is the same. My clients vary, vary from large corporations to people managing their influencer dogs on Instagram. I've written ebooks for quite a few dogs. That's her bread and butter client, is oh, insta famous dogs? I guess that's what it takes to make money. Write an ebook that. Who's re- going to read an ebook about? Oh boy. There's like a lot of this kind of content. What are you? What are you doing on the toilet these days? Well, I mean, like normal <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I mean, I mean, literature-wise, man. I don't read ebooks. Do you read on the toilet? Scan a headline. Are or... you? Are you someone who just likes to sit down and get her done, or do you like to zen out and just read? Uh, usually it's a get or done. If it's particularly, if there's a lot of negative female energy in the house, I'll stay in there for a little while longer. Ah, are you scrolling the gram or are you, uh... There's no Instagram on this phone, Josh. Oh, I love it. Or are you reading the shampoo bottle or do you think preemptively? Do you have some books on the back of the... I'm either... Toilet? There is a book on the back of the toilet. Everybody the History poops. of Western Philosophy. 
Look at, oh, a Williams man. A glimpse into the bathroom of a Williams man. It's literally one page at a time. And it's going to take a thousand, more than a thousand. So if I pooped every day for three years, I could get through that book. You know what would be symbolic is you say it's one page per session. What if you tear the page out, wipe with it, and then flush (laughs) it? I like your style. Uh, I guess YouTube is commonly what I'm, I'm hitting YouTube Oh, you're watching all the guitar uh, wonderkins on YouTube. I've I've seen everything I could possibly see. I'm just scrounging at this point. You've watched every guitar video on YouTube? (sighs) Pretty much. All the jazz. uh, All the jazzers. All the jazzers, right? There's a couple couple channels. I... Once a week, they're coming out with something. That's kind of what I spend my time with. Hey, Mark, I love your routine. You know why? Because it's... Oh, God. Yeah. It's about connecting with your creative self. Thanks, it's about Josh. awareness, Mark. Hey, thanks, man. I'm just going to recommend you throw a little heavy breath work into the mix. <laughs> On the toilet? Maybe, ooh, maybe this. You do it, you, you uh, do it, then you get on the toilet, you shit in like this DMT glow. Glow. And then you hop on the uh, strat, <laughs> and riffs are just going to pour out of you, man. Speaking of riffs... This is you again, Josh. And our final story of the week, comic Rob Delaney on sobriety, Twitter, and feminism back in 2012. Oh, right. Who wrote this story? That is an interview with Rob Delaney, conducted by former former marketing maven and current content specialist in the UX AI space, Josh Tyson, your co-host here, along with Mark Peacock Brush. I interviewed Rob Delaney over G-Chat <laughs> back in, 20, was it 2017? 2012. 2012, over, over G-Chat for a Almost public... a decade ago. A publication that I think still exists called The Good Men Project. It kind of exists. In some ways, kind of ahead of its time for 2012. It was all about, like, putting men more in touch with their universal uh, feminist still, side. Yeah, it's got content. Um... And so I wrote for them a little bit, and I, I interviewed Rob Delaney because, to me, he kind of represented this new type of feminist, right? He wasn't, like, apologizing for being a, a horny man. Okay. But he was also, like, always paying deep respects to women and their physical form. Oh, Oh, I always love this. Let's see what you put as your bio for this article. Oh, my God. About Josh Tyson. That's what you go to? Josh Tyson is a husband, father, author, and musician, sort of, living in Denver. His extensive word collage explores everything. (laughs) Did I really say that? His extensive word collage explores everything. Just everything? That was it? Period? I like that. That's a tombstone right there. I mean, it would fit on a tombstone. I think that's pretty good, actually. I don't. I would actually not quibble with any of that. Well, I'm trying to get. But, to oh, what I wanted you to do is like read through some of the comments because it's. Oh, comments. I feel, I okay. feel like we're. You, you love reading comments. You don't need to read the interview. Thirty-six comments. Well, it looks like they were well, seven years ago, ten years ago. But what's interesting is the the comments. All right, should I just pick them and go? Yeah, they're, they're they seemed when I okay. I was reading these. How did I find this link? I don't remember, but I was like reading them on the toilet, I think. And I was like, this would make great content. <laughs> these contents, even though they're from 2012, these contents are very germane to like the conversations we're having today. Well, let's go to Lala. This looks like a, the most recent comment and it's very extensive. 
Everyone thinks this is so simple. We live in a big world. There's a lot of messed up stuff happening. Has he seen Adam Curtis's BBC Buddies documentary, Can't Get You Out of My Head? He must have. Sure. This guy is being honest. Is that in quotes? Yes. He's funny. Sounds like he is open to learning some things. He's getting the word out about pussy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Seems like if a funny guy talks, people listen, eh? Anyhow, he does... This is... His, this is his Twitter heyday, probably? Rob's Twitter heyday? I think he's still an active force. I have no idea. But before he had become a celebrity... Before he was in Deadpool 2. Anyhow, he does claim some of the more important characteristics of a man trying to be a feminist. Woohoo, yay, and cool. I think there's... Is this like sarcasm? I think maybe. There's some exclamation points. Sincerely, and sex trafficking and children being targeted is actually happening in this world in this day and age. Was that a topic of the interview? No, I don't think so. And while a lot of us may not be directly affected by it, there are a lot of us humans that are creating an ugly world for a lot of people, women and girls in particular, but also men and boys. And sure, violence begets violence and perpetrators are most likely victims. But some of the innocent porn out there, not so innocent, where do we draw the lines? And if people are suffering someplace else, well, do we hear them or do we choose not to? I've got a really amazing imagination, so I really don't need porn. Never did. I guess I'm lucky like that. Sure, we are sexual beasts. I imagine most of us reading this are adults. Mature? Well, that's another question. Is this Greg Vagney? Do we live in a misogynist reality still? Yes. Is feminism divisive? I don't think so. And yet, yeah, it might seem like cause we lived it. It might seem like cause we lived in a messed up culture where most people are actually telling themselves little lies just in order to get out of bed in the morning. Dot, 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 Facebook photo. That is, oh, let me see if I click it. Interesting posts. Okay, that's one. There's there are others that are shorter. Okay, we got time for a couple more. See if this holds true. I don't, you know when you have those moments where like something seems like it's such an obvious fit. You're like, why did I want Mark to read these? Why is feminism unnecessary? Okay, I like no BS feminist men more than I distrust people who don't drink. So I'll look at his tweets. I guess. Oh yeah, He's sober. This dude is whack. He's totally trying to cop Louis C.K.'s delivery style and timing. I don't think that's true too at all. Bad, too bad he didn't include the humor. I take it back. The article isn't that great. Mom <laughs> <laughs> is pretty much the feminist prison bitch. <laughs> I have Whoa. reasons to suspect him of being a member of Scientology, too. And this website sucks ass. <laughs> Holy shit. Ooh, this is, if you want to get a little few slaps to the face, go to your comments, right? I guess so. I did, the article sucks. I didn't, I didn't see that one. That's cold. Here's Henry doing a long thing about, I think victim feminism is a real problem, but Sally replies, oh, I'm so glad you as a man can explain what good feminism and bad feminism is. is. Well, tit for tat. Mm-hmm. Evil penis? Agreed. <laughs> Evil penis agrees? I sincerely don't know why anybody takes feminism seriously anymore anyway. <clears throat> oh, okay, well, that was ten years ago. Oh, here's a woman. Typhon Blue. So, let me get this straight. Feminism is what men need, but they have no right to discuss its virtues and vices. Sounds very Orwellian. Ooh. Josh, what is in this article you've written with Rob Delaney? Now you want to read it, don't you? We just talk a lot about... Fred, blah, 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 blah. I hate feminists. Blah, 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 blah. Women suck. Blah, blah. Wow. People really show their true colors in the 
comment section. Oh, here we go, Sophie. You are such a funny and inspiring man, Rob. Please never stop. That's kind of how I felt. I thought I thought he was very incredibly talented comic and writer, and always appreciate you standing up for women the way you do, Rob. I feel like he's been pretty ardent about it too. And uh... there's a definite style here in this comment board of of the of the sarcastic quotation statement. Wow, what a great article. <laughs> Josh, I don't know. I'm going to say 70% of these comments are just mean snark. Yeah. And then 30% are thoughtful and or positive. That's that's about the right ratio of the, there you the go. world today, right? That's 70% snark, 40% positive. It's an uphill battle, Mark. But we're here fighting it every week. This week from the Tucson Gem and Fossil and old bone show and then next week who knows where we'll be coming to you from but i'll tell you what it'll be with content from the future of another old bone show (laughs) by the future and by the way you can follow us on soundcloud and like us on uh, instagram follow us on medium yeah do that light us up on medium light us up on medium and uh i bid you i do there's do you know um you know michael ian black I do. The comedian. He has a podcast where he reads a work of classic literature, and he reads it aloud and comments as he goes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. I've been listening. He's reading Frankenstein, but his go-to ending of the show is, I wish you adieu. I wish you adieu. Which makes no sense, right? Well, it doesn't, no. I bid you goodbye, but he misstates. He sounds so he's trying to be fancy, but getting it wrong. We could just say, like, Bon Voyage. <laughs> bon Voyage. There we go. That's a good sign-off. Bon Voyage. Bon Voyage. 